All right, so I'm going to hit record, wait for the green light. Standing by. Standing by for nerds. Nerds standing by. All Thanks. right, that is green light for nerds. Get those nerds! Nerds! Yes, there's nothing like a Monday morning and a little bid nerds getting yelled at <laughs> by our little bid nerds stinger there. Good morning, everyone. This is a Monday edition of Brit. Uh, I almost called it Bird Nerds. Our friend, <laughs> our friend uh, Tony from 900 series always calls us Bird Nerds because uh, he's a bird nerd. I don't know. We are bid nerds. Uh, this is your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day on cars and bids and bring a trailer. My name is John Polnick, and I am coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada, right on the Las Vegas Strip. The Las Vegas Strip is like right there. It's like, I mean, we were talking, I could just throw myself, I could leap from my deck and uh, splatter all over uh, the, uh, which has probably happened. Anyways, Michael yeah. Deeb coming to you from San Francisco Bay. Good morning, Michael Deeb. How are you? You were just here yesterday. Uh, Amazing. Glad to see you yeah. made it back. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was, uh, that was fun. What a great show. I, I, you know, it's just amazing. Even in the winter when the Vegas people say, it's damn cold outside. It was like 45 <laughs> degrees at kickoff for the uh, uh, Cafe at the Good Wolf. Uh, but man, what a turnout of cars. It's just, it's incredible. It's so funny that, you know, even after what you've been doing it four years now? Is We're going year on four? four years. Yeah, yeah I mean, year we... four. Um, four years you've been doing it. And then every, there's still like two Porsches show up and you're like, I never saw that car before. Whose yeah. car is that? Where yeah. is that guy? You know, who is it? It's just, it's amazing that, uh, they keep finding us, man. That's or you, I should say it's great. Well, no, it's true. Yeah. We, yeah. uh, we do the, this monthly car show in the, in the arts district and it's all about classic portions, a little mini loof to cult kind of thing we call it. And, uh, yeah, it's just people just show up and you, this is not people that think Vegas is a big glitchy, huge city. Uh, yeah. if you're not from here, what you realize when you actually, actually are when you move here is that yep. there's the strip and then there's basically everything else everything else it's all just strip malls and uh -huh. stamped out houses and neighborhoods and then sand right that's it yeah. it's like like yeah. living on an island um and it's a it's just a big town that's all it is with a bunch of neighborhoods it's it's, it's not a, a very it, big city at all it's it's super suburban and it's a huge it's a really big small town because like urban sprawl once, yeah. yeah once you once you meet three people in vegas you, you know you're like one or two degrees from anybody in Clark yeah. County. It's great. Yeah. It's, and, it, yeah. and the community really does help each other. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say this to everybody else when I talk about shortly after we moved to Las Vegas in 2017, we had the terrible shooting um, mm, uh, on the strip yeah. and uh, we were in the community and privy to the galvanization of the community because of the tragedy. And that was yeah. incredible. And, and man, that really shaped our opinion, our attitude towards Las Vegas. And we love it. So yeah. I have a quick question for you. All right. Uh, you, you brought out the Targa, the Marlboro menthol Targa. That yes. I know you're planning to, uh, uh, to bring to market, but, uh, yesterday was kind of its debutante ball and the car was parked in front of the Goodwolf. Um, I already have my own opinion about the car. Um, and then Esther and I were busy catching up with people. I did. How well was the car received? Did people lose their mind? Like I assume they did, uh, or did people come and shake their head going, what in the hell is that thing? How, how did the, how did the cars in cafe, the baby loof <laughs> community receive the Targa SC slant nose, Marlboro rally car, you know, Polnick menthol. Menthol. She's the menthol. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, she was, in fact, the belle of the ball. Uh, everyone loved her. Um, of course, there were certain people that just 
don't get it. You know, the normies yeah. don't get that car. Uh, if oh. you're a pleated pants Porsche PCA person, you're like, <laughs> it just makes their brain melt a little bit. But anyone, I mean, it's basically a rolling troll, right? I mean, the, the, the car is, is just there troll. to just piss off people that you want it to piss off and just oh excite everyone. If you don't get an, I mean, look, if you don't look at this car and just go, oh my God, that is just amazing. Awesome. Even yeah. though it's all kinds of effed up, uh, then you're just not our kind of people, right? So if oh, you don't dude. like the car, we know that, all right, you go in this little circle over there. That's, uh, you're, you're now relegated to lame land. Um, now, we, the, the car was just terribly fun to have people see it. How did Solomon? What did Solomon think? Solomon's, <laughs> yeah. Solomon's pretty funny. He's he's yeah. he's definitely and he's opinionated, which I yeah. love him for. Uh, he's super high on air cooled, but I wonder if something as unorthodox as the Targa would. Solomon yeah. is like a Solomon is like a hybrid. He he lived he we so for those of you who don't know Solomon Braun, he is the Pope of the Porsche or not even oh, Porsche. He's the absolutely. Pope of the car scene in Las Vegas. Yeah. If you yeah. don't know Solomon, you're not into cars. He was yeah. the originator of cars and coffee, Las Vegas, the actual right. official cars and coffee. Him and his lovely wife Jackie did it, uh, uh ran amazing. that for ten amazing years, couple. twelve years, yep. yeah, in yep. Las Vegas. So they great show. Um, everybody knows them. So, and they're yeah. obviously big Porsche. He is currently the president of president. the Porsche club. Yep. yep. So he is a hybrid between that pleated pants brigade of Porsche club people and the rest of us, you know, he yeah. lives in between this space. He's just a, he's somebody that brings everyone together and no, he does not understand the target at no, all. He, he does so. not get it. He's like, <laughs> you know, we were talking about what we thought it was worth and he's just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> No, you know, yeah, he's asking. That's yeah, he, so uh, funny. Yeah, uh, I can totally he, see that throwing yeah. him off his axis just a little bit and like, huh, I don't get it. What, yeah, what? this is definitely worth, not his speed. It's you did all that to that car and it's worth more money. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, him totally. and then there's then there's our friends like Rami who has just a bunch of money and no taste. And he's like, are the stickers <laughs> helping? Are they even helping? I don't know, man. I don't think are they yeah. helping. Yeah, it's like you said oh. the joke four times. I get it. Yes. Oh, okay. Ha ha. Funny. I don't know if they're helping. They're probably making it worse. They're holding it together. Uh, Keep going. You, wait, wait. No, are they helping? Oh, yeah. No, oh, that's Romney, so but, uh, What an asshole. Um, when he first saw the uh, when he first saw this car, we were at German Motors trying to you know because it was in pretty poor shape when we got it. He walks in with his dog and puts his dog on the hood. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Sorry for the f bombs, kids. Um, I just, yeah, Rami. If it's not oh, like snap. right out of the wrapper and brand new and six figures, it must be crap. So, yeah. right, thanks, right. That buddy. Is, that that is that is that is Rami in a nutshell. <laughs> it really is. Oh, we love the guy though. Um, so. Yeah, it'll be, you know, the funny thing is, too, is because he has that crazy wide body, uh, all black, uh, you know, 930 turbo. turbo yeah, and the right. only car that's louder than mine, than, than this car below us, because it's loud, is probably his car. And his car is yeah. definitely not stock. I mean, it's got yeah. holes that car's in high. That huh? car is high maintenance because it feeds on a steady diet of clutches. I mean, yeah. like, whoa. Well, I mean, all, yeah, it's, I mean, it, <laughs> Rami just. <laughs> feeds it uh, you know it's like it's like throwing a live cow into a freaking alligator pit i mean it's just like 
every time he steps his foot on it, it's like ah frenzy and everything blows oh, up my and God. needs so to be fixed funny. again. So, um, but yeah. that car's so sick. Anyways, um, all right. So there it is. We were talking about cars and cafe. Thanks for indulging us, guys. It is Monday, so we're doing that catch-up thing. Let's get to the cars. What we do on this show is we talk about the most interesting cars of the day on cars and bids. Bring a trailer, uh, P car market, whatever other auction sites seem to be yeah. springing up. We are excited about <laughs> Rad for Sale. It's coming, uh, yeah. but we do we do make predictions it's- about these cars. What we think they're going to sell for, and we go over those predictions, uh, and we 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 check ourselves before we. Right. Well, I'm not going to say it. Uh, so yeah, we do pay attention. We do keep track, and we're not very good at it. That's what we've determined. It's the one thing. Uh, sorry, DB, you were going to say something. Oh, I was just going to ask: is, is today day one where they Rad for Sale will be listing their first car? Is that that? Yeah, today is launch day, and I did yeah. check the site and did not see anything there yet. So okay. I'm not right, sure. Well, that was one of the things I meant luck, to guys. ask Bradley. I'm sure they're uh, working out the bugs and all that it's it's not easy it's so hard to launch i mean good god bradley brownell from rad for sale will be our third nerd on thursday uh we have confirmed that that booking is happening so uh we'll that will you know they should have launched by then and uh (laughs) they'll be three or four days into it (laughs) and uh we'll we'll get a we'll get an update from them then uh but let's get to last week's car so last uh not just last week's but last friday we we had our five cars of the day uh and the big car of the day was this just absurd shocker this uh this off-road safari Safari 997. Oh, look at that thing. So cool. I, I love I just, this car, but what yeah, the I, F, Deeb? What happened? Yeah. What is going on? Oh, this car brought all the money, man. I mean, do you talk about like unearthing a formula? You know, you literally, we, we spent a lot of time on this car, and you were literally live in the moment without a net, just figuring out. You were like, okay, you could buy one of these cars for 45 grand <laughs> tops. Yeah. And then you're like, this car's got. $20,000 worth of equipment on it tops. <clears throat> and then I tried to play along with you and I said, okay, let's say he paid retail for all the labor. That's another 20 grand. <clears throat> so you're in it, you know, 45,000 and 45,000. So, uh, you know, this thing could be 90 grand full retail. You could replicate this car. And that's if you were a fool. You should be able to do it for a lot less money than that. Um, we were struggling to see how this car was easily going to break $100,000. So anyway, I said 100 grand. You said 98 conservatively because it didn't add up. You're like, why would you pay a premium for this car when you could go build your own and have it custom made? Uh, anyway, this car, JP, sold for $121,000. One of the first 997 Safari-style vehicles we've seen. Obviously a great motor. Right, right, right. Yeah, great motor, great transmission, uh, and and probably a fantastic platform from which to go play around, you know, not on the rocks and stuff, but certainly, you know, if you're going to be on a dirt road or a, a dry lake or, you know, maybe out in the snow on a on a frozen lake, this would be a blast to drive. It's a rally car. I mean, it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's not a cool. it's not a technical climber. It's a rally. It's a safari. Yeah. It's overlanding, but not, yeah. well, it's not overlanding because overlanding is more of a technical thing. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you could just haul ass through the desert in this thing and look cool and then drive it around in the city. And the oh, attention to detail on this was not yeah, the uh, rhino overlooked. Stickers. It was just yeah. every, this thing is really, really well done. Uh, but yeah. still, $120,000 just... Uh, I, that, I mean, so what do you think? Should I take uh, the menthol car and should I go throw another twenty grand at it and uh, lift the sucker up and change the suspension, put tires and wheel tires on it and stuff? I mean, we JP. haven't seen a Safari Targa slant nose wide body yet. 
JP, we're not very plugged in and we don't do our research, but according to the math, yes, you should. According according to the math, the, <laughs> if we follow the science, uh, yeah. that would be the answer here. <laughs> Absolutely. I, 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 yeah, you should throw more than 20 grand at it. I don't oh know. My it's gosh, yeah. Wild, absolutely wild. But anyway, a, a great car. Uh, it's an interesting emerging genre, which uh, I think you and I are both tickled to see somebody yeah. doing something so creative with old 911s. And uh, and this is, you know, a newer old 911. And and I mean, wow, I, I definitely would love to own that thing. I'll say that. Yeah. I would. I really would. That's so cool. So cool. Uh, right. Staying with the Porsche thing, we jumped over to P-Car Market and we looked at this 1969 911E. Um Nice car, not a perfect car. This is not a show car. This is not a six-figure car by any stretch. Uh, I said eighty grand. You bet the under at seventy-eight. This car was bid to eighty-two thousand five hundred dollars and did not sell at that price. Um, <clears throat> JP, do you remember? If you have it up, can you see what the, it's listed for in the uh, what do they call it? The, uh, the it's like the bid goes on when they keep selling the car. Oh, what the do they deal call tank. It? Yeah, deal let me, tank. Uh, yeah, let yeah. me see, guys. Yeah. See what it says. It should say it's it's available in the deal tank. I'm curious to know because that gives you an idea of where the reserve was set. Yeah, why don't you keep talking about the car and yeah. I'll see if I can find anyway, it. Anyway, yeah. Polo Red, an E is a nice car to have. 69 is the last year, the two-liter, but one of the first years, the longer wheelbase. Uh, I, I, I do actually believe these cars were equipped with mechanical fuel injection, and they're a great platform from which to have a lot of fun on. You know, you're talking... What did you say it got bid to? 82500 according to your notes. Uh, maybe I, uh, yeah, yeah final, final for? bid. No, get this. This is okay. This is absurd. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. final bid was 82, five. Yep. Buy now what? for 83. Oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, come on, dude, like, you didn't see, sell the car guys. for 500 bucks. I mean, one thing I know yeah, about yeah. P car market, unlike the other, uh, unlike the other auctions. So like BAT or cars and bids, you, the only interaction that you get with those guys is when you're setting up the ad. And w once the ad is final, you pretty much don't hear from the platform until uh, it's sold. Right. No, no. P car market is a lot more active and a lot more like a traditional auction site where if oh. they're seeing action near the end, they'll try to get you to lower your reserve to try to sell the car. Um, uh, kind of like uh, some guy will come up to you at a, at a Barrett Jackson, if you're selling your car and those guys will be in your ear all, you know, the whole time. So it's, it's, the it's, fact that they were $500 short and didn't sell it makes me just go. It, it's absurd. Get on the phone. That car should have been sold last week. It, it should not still be on their website. You can't possibly say you're $500 away. The house could take $500 off their commission and make that deal go through. I mean, uh, guys, this is embarrassing. That, yeah. that, that, nobody should see that on your deck, on your platform. That's, that's ridiculous make make the deal and get that car sold make your consigner happy make your bidder happy even if you guys eat the 500 bucks yep. get that car down the road that's ridiculous cars I, I and bids will do that they're they're they yeah. say you're in the small prints like they're and, you know and, we will and this is what it. i've been doing for four yeah. months with stratus is we run yeah. a car and and while we're trying to build the platform and build our audience you know Sometimes these cars don't make it to their reserve, but then we spend the entire next 48 hours calling all the underpitters to, to make the deal, which mm. we've been doing. We've been selling a ton of the cars. So yeah. it's just, it's, that's ridiculous. 500 bucks apart. It should not be broadcast like that. It's, it's a, that's like a black eye guys. Come yeah. on, fix that. Yikes. Yikes. So anyways, all um, right. Over on Cars and Bids JP, we saw a candidate for a Rhino Safari, a 2006 <laughs> uh, 911S Coupe on Cars and Bids. Really nice car. Uh, I thought 49. You said uh, 50, and this car sold for 49,500. So how we many miles did this car, car have on it? Not that many. I mean, it was it was 
pretty fair uh, mileage, JP. I don't think it was a high miler at all. Well, one of the one of the cars Arrow that showed up, yeah, one of the cars that showed up to Cars and Cafe this weekend was my old car, identical to this one the except for one. the color. Yeah, I had yeah. this car. I had a black on tan version of this car, oh, and yeah. man, the guy showed up in the car, and I just like instantly went, nah, I shouldn't have sold that car. I love when he was <laughs> love, when yeah. he was leaving. Yeah. When he was leaving, yeah. JP, he got out on the far driveway and yeah. drove across the show, and yeah. I was standing next to you and Mikey hashtags and as he was rolling by hella slow with his window down you were mm. like hey sell me back my car and he just turned and looked at you and he kind of laughed like you're crazy <laughs> and, then he just, and then he like dropped it and just like whoa yeah. and took it off and i was like oh man burned was i was hilarious. trying i was trying to get him to trade for the uh for the menthol but he wasn't that, going for it wasn't going for it oh man yeah, yeah yeah although i think he was interested for a second i was like he was like Rrr. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anyways, I don't know who would have gotten a better deal. Uh, that yeah, that I, I love this car. What a fantastic nine nine seven. Uh, not the car to do a safari though, because of the additional aero ground. You know, right. lowers right, the right, ground. Right. You know, it's just you. It's going to be hard to put a brush guard around all that stuff. So this is not the good candidate for that. Uh, but but a great car. I love the color. I love yeah. the aero kit. And nine nine sevens are such a such a hoot to drive, as you know. So yeah. uh, and a GT three that looks identical to it is going to cost you twice as much. So. <laughs> Totally. And not be twice the car. So there yeah, it is. That's All right. for sure. What's All right, JP. Uh, so we had this really interesting car. Um, our uh, our friend, what's Mr. Myers' first name now? Tell me again. Bruce. Bruce Myers passed away. Uh, I literally, I think, just in the last like seven days or eight days. Uh, we happened to find a 1969 authentic Myers Manx on Bring a Trailer. Uh, JP, this was a great car to take a look at, and and certainly sky's the limit. As this car came to market right at the time that Mr. Myers passed away, so uh, a very timely auction uh in every aspect that you could possibly imagine especially being an authentic version of his car built on a vw platform these are great and they kind of redefined an era uh when you and i were literally babies or or just about to be born i mean this this is really interesting stuff i remember seeing cars like this on the beach with a bunch of young people dancing to uh you know that rock and roll music and mm, uh bonfire newfangled yeah yeah when 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 you said tv only had three stations and and you had to you know everybody saw this stuff and so um you know this is a guy along with like the emery family that that really redefined the automobile scene especially in southern california um and this car was really spectacular in really nice condition and um kind of a candy apple red and with vw guts this is probably a very easy car to keep on the road so it was nice to see this thing offered at that time i said 45 i was actually surprised that you bet the under at 44 this car sold for fifty thousand dollars congratulations mm -hmm. to the seller and to the buyer I would not be surprised if these things appreciate a little bit now that Mr. Myers is gone. And certainly there'll be a spotlight shined on a lot of the things that he touched. Uh, so there you go. I, you know, th this would almost make you think that the person who, I mean, this is almost like uh, insider trading. It's like, right. how the heck did this thing go up for sale yeah. uh, on the, you know, because it's not like this thing goes to sale that, you know, Bruce Meyer died like maybe three or four days before this car closed the auction. So right. that auction was live three or four days before he died. Right. How the hell did you time that? It's like, oh, I've got uh, this uh, Myers Manx. Let's see here. Yeah. The guy who originated this car, let's see how old is he. Oh, yeah, he's 90-something. Yeah, maybe we should sell this car right now because he might die while we're auctioning. I mean, that is – I'm sorry to, the, to sound yeah. morbid, but this is just like, how That's does crazy. that happen? Well, Holy and then, the, you know, the, the opposite. I mean, it sounds like it, in the moment, it sounds like strangely 
beneficial timing from an equity standpoint. But mm -hmm. it, it's entirely possible that over the course of the auctions later this summer, uh, Myers Manx go through the roof. And if that becomes a six-figure yeah. car, this guy will be bummed he sold it. Yeah, like, maybe yeah, sold, sold it too soon. Yeah, yeah, good point. yeah, you never know. You never know. So uh, only time will tell. Yep. Uh, but that's the real deal. And so that's a very interesting auction and, and very timely on our part to, uh, to yeah. even pick the car because we had selected it before Mr. Myers passed away. Uh, I don't know if that's the case. Oh, okay. All right. I think well, I did and, select it because... Because yeah, he but, hit yeah. pass. But anyways, yeah. in any case, there you go. The Myers Manx on Bring a Trailer. One last car, JP, a 1992 Volvo 240 sedan with a manual transmission. Uh, just a plain Jane vanilla Volvo, uh, but really nice condition. That thing looked like it had 30,000 miles, and it had like 130,000 miles. Uh, so really neat car. You didn't buy it, did you? No, I did not. Oh, okay. You were smiling. I was like, wait, did you Well, this car made me smile more than even the Wonder Bug. I mean, I yeah. just love this thing. It's so cool. Anyway, eight thousand bucks was my bid. Ten thousand was yours. Uh, strongly over my bid, and you were right. This car brought a hundred. I'm sorry, eleven thousand seven hundred fifty uh, bucks. JP. So on the day, I had three wins to your one, and we had a single draw. But on the week, JP, especially in light of your extremely strong Thursday, mm. uh, JP, you tallied fourteen wins to my ten. Uh, you also had a Yahtzee. And uh, we did you have a Yahtzee draw. in this week, or did you? Or that was at the week? Oh, before. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Right. All right, I did. it's a rare okay. dual Yahtzee no, no, week. No, 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 no. I had the Yahtzee last week on Friday, okay. so you had one on Tuesday on the uh, 1982 BMW 320. Remember that kid with the orange yeah. car that did what the a weird car to get right? Um, yeah. that, that, <laughs> yeah, totally. that Volvo. I mean, look, you, oh. you people say that we should do research and they're absolutely right if we did if we had if we'd even looked at that ad for more than 32 seconds we'd have realized <laughs> that that car was actually sold on bring a trailer uh just months before um and it reached 11 something so uh it would have taken i mean and yeah. You know, if one of us would have cheated and actually done research, we would have like known that, oh yeah, this car is definitely worth yeah. more than 8,000 bucks, but I was hoping it'd be cheap and I would have bought it if it were below 8,000. Cause I oh, love that car. I but, tell you, yeah. if, if you had a seven year old kid that needed a car to go to school, mm -hmm. would that not be the perfect car? He gets to learn how yeah. to drive. He gets to learn how to roll speed mm -hmm. through the turns because if he breaks, he'll never get out of the corner. Yeah. Um, and then you're putting your kid in basically a bank vault as far as safety, put him on the road with a bunch of SUVs. He's yeah. got a car and yet it's a man and he can go have fun with it and he can put some stickers and drive it i mean like that's, that's as close to putting your daughter in bubble wrap as you can get totally, uh, on the car yeah, yeah i love it yeah as far as a 16 year old male that that's the closest thing to a chastity belt as well too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll never get laid a lot either. of room in that back seat a lot more <laughs> yeah. than uh, the back of any hyundai that's for sure he'll, um, he'll have to he'll have to fight a girl with loose with a all right moving moral, on let's go ahead and uh move on to <laughs> today's cars like his mother <laughs> uh, right, yes uh so that was last week's cars uh thanks for the <laughs> recap there today we have some amazing cars our five cars of the day uh are pretty over the top and we're starting out with one um that makes me just kind of wonder what in that F is going on in the world of car prices because this one right out of the gate uh, this does not make sense i love these cars <laughs> always have since they came out uh this is a 1994 bmw 850 csi i i okay tell us about this car michael deep and then you'll uh, i'll tell you everybody why i'm just so I, i'm gonna just fall over uh go ahead <laughs> this okay. doesn't make any sense so 
So this is an E31 CSI, and the CSI was really the closest thing to get M8 as we were going to get in North America. Uh, BMW Motorsport put all the cool stuff on this car. So a little bit more horsepower, manual transmission, limited slip differential, firmer suspension, better aerodynamics. Uh, and overseas, these cars came with even more cool performance options that weren't even offered in the North American market. Uh, produced in very limited numbers. In 94, this is one of 225 produced uh so these cars were extremely rare offered out of newport beach uh so it was sold new in newport beach and is offered out of santa barbara with just seventy-five thousand miles they're rare to see because there's so few of them they're really rare to see in low miles because so many people really drove the snot out of them so to find a black on black stick uh with under a hundred thousand is a bit in the case and as such Prices for these things are starting to go through the roof. Nice ones really bring over $100,000, and we have every reason to believe that this one is a candidate to do exactly the same thing. So with just under two hours to go, JP, our car is sitting at $90,500 uh, with uh, two sets of wheels and, and five previous owners on 20 bids. So, I mean, this car is poised to have a little flurry at the end. Black on black, man, that's the color. What do you $100, think? $100,000 for an 850 CI is just absolutely stupid. Uh -huh. It's so <laughs> stupid. The market is just officially stupid. This is like uh this is like GameStop or AMC or whatever that's art what is going is is there like a bunch of people uh bidding on these that uh that don't really have any what how could this be a 90 how could this be a $100,000 car? How is that possible? It doesn't make any sense. $4,000 when it was brand new. So it's not entirely out of the question that they are creeping back up into that value. I will give you this. JP, 10 years ago, you could have bought this car for like 40000 bucks. They were super soft in the marketplace, as are... As are I mean, most, look, you can uh, yeah. get the eight-cylinder ones right now. I mean, there are... I, I know of a couple of them that are under $20,000. Yeah, they have more miles on them. But I mean, is... You could get a car that looks identical to this and is probably more reliable because it's, you know, uh, because it's an eight cylinder and not spend a six figures, not even close, like 20, 25 or really nice. Was it 840 with a, with a manual or whatever? This right. thing is just a, a 12 cylinder. Uh, you know, and it, 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 there's a, there's a theory this. going around that like, this is the basic, you know, block that was used in the mclaren f1 um which of course is a multi-million dollar legendary car so this was you know as bmw made that motor for uh gordon murray and mclaren to make their incredible supercar uh this was allegedly or in some small ways bmw's version of that car that's that was one way of looking at it and, it, and it's carried around that kind of cool cachet its entire life again you're talking about this big grand touring coupe with big horsepower and a manual transmission there's not a lot of cars on the road like it um it, it's it's almost peerless in that regard but it's by no means a car that you would would choose as an alternate to a ferrari or a porsche this car cannot keep up on a back road it's too heavy it's too ponderous it, it's it is a bit of a pig as a performance sports car but as a grand tourer this is an elite grand tour uh the only body that makes anything even close to this would be like a slightly more contemporary or a significantly more contemporary um 
uh, Aston Martin, which you and I have reviewed several 12 cylinder manual transmission versions. What about uh, a, what about like a front engine Ferrari or something like that of the same? Yeah, name? I suppose. I, yeah, it's not, that's really not a bad take in 94. Yeah. You could have got a uh, 550 Marinello. Yeah. Who the hell would not want a 550 Marinello with a manual over <laughs> this thing? For the same right. price. I mean, because what's a Marinello? What's that cost? 130, 140 grand or something like yeah, that? I mean, exactly. and and, yeah. and this car is going to be probably by the time it ends, probably somewhere right in there. You're out of your yeah. mind. There is no way. I mean, because look, you're buying something like that. It's a GT car. You're cruising. You're not racing these things, right? I mean, the front engine 12 cylinders is not something that you're taking on the track. So that's something to, to, flaunt, to flex, to go out and look like, hey, I've arrived. I'm badass, right? A 550 Marinello or any front engine Ferrari uh, is going to trump a BMW of any type pretty much any time, especially this car when there are tons of them on the road that are worth $20,000. There are no $20,000 Marinellas. This, so, there's there's no Ferrari that could be mistaken for, oh, right. is that the $150,000 Ferrari? Right. Or is that the right. $15,000 Ferrari? No, uh, that's that, that doesn't exist. This car, you know, it, it, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just so D- beside myself. JP, you sound very guy. upset, so let me upset you a little bit I'm further. So this car has 75,000 miles Jeez. on it. Let me paint a picture for you. If this car uh, was completely stocked, like the stock wheels were on it and it mm-hmm. didn't have a different shift knob and whatever other little gizmos he did to this car, which are fine. They, they mm-hmm. don't really hurt the car. Yeah. But if this car were just bone stock and had 7,500 miles, and mm-hmm. let's say it's at uh, uh, it's at uh, Gooding or uh, RM Sotheby's in August in Pebble Beach and this car comes up and all those pleated pants uh, millionaires and billionaires are drinking way too much uh, Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a perfect example of one of these cars would would easily bring two hundred thousand dollars. Isn't that crazy? That is nuts. I and mean, the top you of the know, market for these is is significantly higher than where this one's at. That's what I'm I saying. almost I can almost like live with that because at least you know those guys would buy something with that low of miles and it would never get driven. It's going right. to a museum. It's a museum piece. All yeah. right, fine. You know, you're preserving something for the future that uh, no one's ever going to drive. That's oh. lame, but I, I, I that <laughs> that equation makes more sense. And I don't even know if it's pleated pants anymore. I think it's like guys that are still wearing Ed Hardy and Affliction shirts. You know, they're 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 you know we've yeah. kind of shifted into dudes that think they're cool. Four hundred dollar yeah. embroidered jeans, right? Guys that go. Yeah. Woo! All day, all the time. It's like, yes, we know you've seen Gas Monkey. Stop with the jewelry and the... Oh, God. Okay, yeah. No, I hate this car uh, because and, and, I, know, because I to, love it. I love this your, car, your but I don't think it makes Your take on the 550 Marinello as the alternate mm-hmm. really is interesting because here we go with uh, a car that this V12, which is their, their best expression of the car, mm-hmm. it only makes 375 horsepower, and that same 130 thousand dollar 550 marinello makes 500 horsepower wow. and revs to 8,000 plus rpm and just sounds like an f1 car yeah. i mean it, it really is no comparison it th- these prices are a little beguiling they're bonkers beguiling? what's that word bonkers bananas bonkers. you're yeah. going for the highfalutin words i'm going for the this is just stupid all right where's it gonna land what do we got yeah we got a guy it's driving. on bat and it's batshit crazy oh, so look there at this you guy go. look at this guy driving too oh my leaving god his, his hand on the stick and and he flicks it he flicks it back and forth with the back of his hand a lot oh um, my god explain to our audience why good driving uh technique is important while you're driving the car what what is so when people watch your video later they don't think you're just a total douche look at this guy okay he's got his left 
Come on, man. Yeah, He's got his left hand four. at 12. I <laughs> mean, this is just, oh, God. Clearly, really, really, really poor driving discipline. Uh, you clearly have never been on a track. You've clearly never done a single DE day. Uh, you're embarrassing yourself. You're not a 15. <laughs> that, that guy looks like he's a, a 16-year-old kid with spiky hair who just got a Honda Civic. Uh, with, And he's like, you know, got the yeah. seat leaned way back. Oh, I'm going to drive. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm going to rent. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm just, I hate this guy. It's, it's interesting, it's interesting that we caught car. 30 seconds of video of him driving the car without vaping. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why it's so expensive. Maybe it has a vape machine in the back built in, and it's a uh, – oh, God, you guys. I'm sorry. All right, JP. Dude. I, think the, I, I think the hype on these cars is for real. Um, they, they, again, if this were in a little bit better condition, maybe a little less miles, and all the stock stuff was on the car when they – archived it with the photos and the video i think this car had a real chance to be like 120 130,000 car i do think it's going to suffer a little bit but i think it will break 100 so i'm going to go big time and say 113,000 dollars Okay. Um, $113,000. I don't think this car is even worth the 90 that it's at, uh, I but I do think it's going to get bid much higher. I'm going to go, what'd you say? 113? Yeah. I'm going over. I'm going to say 118. Oh man. That's so funny. We could turn all over it and then it, it like it, it could possibly. Yeah. People are saying it's like, we'll look silly. There's a lot of douchebags. Like the guy that drove this car in the video with money. <laughs> I mean, there's guys like that that have piles of cash right now. Uh, and this is exactly the kind of car they want because they want, I mean, dude, learn to drive, you idiot. Okay, moving on. Let's go. All right, JP. Uh, boy, let's we're going to get some over. comments on that one. All right. Let's jump over. We'll stay on Bring a Trailer, but let's jump over to Austin, Texas, where we're looking okay. at a, a real Frankenstein. 2003 mm. Porsche 911 Carrera Coupe. Excuse me. I'm allergic to this thing. Uh, with a four liter, <laughs> uh, I, assuming something happened tragically, uh, this guy punched out his 3.6, right? Yep. And bored it out to four liter um, and then used a bunch of aftermarket internals uh, to create something that I am assuming by just reading what he did to the motor, this is probably a 400 horsepower, normally aspirated 911. Uh, it has 138,000 miles on the chassis. Uh, but the motor work was done a few years ago. I think it was 2017. And let me see if I can just read a couple of highlights. Uh, let's see here. Uh, JE Pistons, uh, 997K set, LN Engineering cylinder liners, uh, ARP hardware, and um, an EPS IMS upgrade uh, with IMS tensioner paddle replacement timing hardware and additional replacement components detailed in the invoices. So yeah, I, I mean, just, I'd be surprised if this car and Max, oh, here's the deal, JP. Have you ever heard of Max RPM Motorsport of Bremerton, Washington? Oh yeah. I, Alex Raphael is a very good friend of mine. I did not. They, he re, built the motor. Built that's, that's his motor. Yeah. He built the motor. Holy I, I cow. That, that changes everything. Wow. Yeah. So yeah he's is, legit, I'm, man. I'm guessing this is a 400, just by reading all that nonsense, this is a 400 horsepower car. There's no yeah. no way it's not. Um, and if this thing passes smog, more power to you. And and those guys at uh, Max RPM Motorsport should be commended. Um, a few little aero upgrades to just slightly warn the fool in the car lining up next to you that your car is for real. Uh, in seal gray, again, with about 138,000 miles on it, uh, this car is just reborn and is probably a... Uh, <laughs> a wolf in puppy dog's clothing because it's still a 911 coupe but i'm sure you're talking gt3 levels of performance in what looks like a vanilla 
C2996 coupe. So you could really surprise some people with this car. Uh, not a lot of mention on the suspension. I'm not sure what they did, uh, but I would have to think that if the car is making that much power, they threw some coilovers, and that's about all you'd need because the yep. platform is so good. JP, what do you think of this car? I'm sure yeah, you love dude, it. Yeah, dude, I love this thing. I mean, it's a coupe. Yeah. It's a C2. It's a, a 911, and it's built a four-liter in this thing. I mean, this is wow. a monster. Yeah, okay, Beast. it's got some miles and all that stuff, but if Alex did it, it was done right. Um, I would probably lose that four liter stripe as much as I like stickers yes. and stuff. Um, I, and I'd I get the black off the wheels too. Yeah, I would go it's silver. Breaking up the lines. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, if it had the silver MYO two wheels, it would look very much like, uh, it would look a lot like an anniversary, an anniversary car. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, but I mean, those MYO two wheels look good. I, I don't hate the way this car looks with the stripe and the black wheels, but I think it would certainly pop a lot better. I, I agree if they were silver or just a different wheel together and, uh, lose that stripe um but yeah no this is this is the perfect driver it, it's really going to come down to what's this thing going to land at because uh you know this is not a car that you'd pay all the money for because it's been rebuilt and i think it had an accident and all that stuff so uh, yeah it's not going to bring the but this is the perfect car to just go mob around it and go on professor runs and go travel oh, around and, and just have a blast uh, with no guilt of of racking <laughs> up miles on something that might be collectible or something something like that For uh sure. where is this thing sitting at right now so it's at nineteen thousand nine nine six, huh mm-hmm. get it uh, it's got about two hours to go and again the car is offered uh down in austin texas despite the work being done up in washington I'm so ticked that this is that this was done by Alex. I wish I had read that. See, we, I guess I guess Picard Market's right. I, we should do more uh, research. Um, because if I bad? had looked at this, I w- <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. Because I could have gotten Alex on the damn show, and he could have uh, talked about this car. Maybe we'll bring him back tomorrow. I'll see if I'll reach out to him and see if we can get him as a guest tomorrow, and he can talk about the the what you know what this car was after it was auctioned. Um, all right, so it's sitting yeah. at 19 grand. How many bids has this thing got on it? Uh, a f- not a ton. I think it was, yeah, 13 bits. That's not bad. That's pretty yeah, good okay. action, actually. All right. That's pretty good action. So, JP, I, I, I'm very conservative here. I think there's another five grand in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it'll make it to 30 grand. I don't know that the, the, the community at large appreciates what a great driving car this is. I would actually think that the modifications to the motor would scare most interested parties away. Uh, and it's only the few that are brave enough to take this on go- and, and or know that, um, you know, uh, Alex's um, reputation as an engine builder or or a performance shop, uh, but I just I just feel like when you do that much stuff to the car, it narrows the appeal. So that's yeah. why I'm saying 25. I think the car is worth probably 40 because you couldn't go replicate it for 25 or 30. It would cost you 40 grand to to buy one and then have him build you a motor. I mean, like that's the, yeah. there's a lot of money invested here. That it car behind him, that's uh, that's caffeine right there. That's a uh, that's a car that's very famous. The uh, 930 caffeine, that red car back there. Um, oh, man, have we done man. a DF film on that yet? Uh, no. We, well, we were going to, uh, but then he decided to rebuild the engine and get another. 400 horsepower on top of the thousand that it had or something like that at the oh time. my goodness yeah um, so anyway twenty five thousand is my bid jp uh and it's still a, a wicked wicked cool value at that price but uh probably worth more i just mm. don't think it's going to happen yeah i am agree i agree with you i mean if you combine that along with the fact that it has an accident on the report i mean this is just this is a perfect driver it's not going to bring a premium 
What was your number? 25? 25. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go, man, I'm going to go 26. Just, I'm going to go strong on it just because Porsches are hot and it's a 911 and <laughs> hopefully Alex someone sees this. Yeah. yeah, Al, yeah you, right? need to, you need to show that you bid up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's, uh, <laughs> if it, if it, if it's down in the, if it's below 25, I might have to bid on this thing. That would suck. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny ladies. to park that next to uh, your GT3? I know. Right. I, I would love this powertrain in my GT3. Oh my god! Then you keep that car. That's a keeper. Yeah. All right. Cool. Very, very cool car. Uh, I'm definitely stronger on that. How much does German Motors uh, uh, charge for a motor swap? Mm, I don't know. Sounds like we're (laughs) about to find out. Yeah. Right. Is that like you know (laughs) 13.995? Oh my gosh! All right. What's the next car? What do you want to move on to? All right. We're gonna go way off script here and look at a 1980 Jeep CJ7 Renegade. This is interesting, JP, because. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is a, exactly the same version of the one that we covered about a month, a month and a half ago. It was a white blue Renegade with of the three motors, the exact same V8. This one has less miles and appears uh, hold cosmetic. On, hold on, hold yeah. on. So I am going to just hop in here uh, just for for time. Um, yeah. This isn't the same as the one. In, uh, this isn't very close to the other one. It is the same car. The oh. reason why I brought this car up, I wanted to have a quick discussion about this because yeah. yes, we did review this car uh, that auctioned off about two weeks ago. Um, and this is a really interesting subject. I almost want to do a separate video just about this truck because what happened here is very significant to what we do here on bid nerds we this is your daily nerd on the most interesting cars of the day on cars and bids and bring a trailer we are people come and ask us questions all the time about these platforms and what's the difference between one and the other and what happens and what happens in this scenario you know people have problems with their with their auctions and they call us for some reason like we're experts we're not experts we're just nerds um but something very interesting happened with this car this car uh if you recall um i won the prediction by betting over you uh, because you were very soft on this thing and I knew okay it's a renegade it's a jeep they're definitely hot right now and it surprised both of us by like I think my prediction was somewhere like 21 or something like that and it and um, yours was in the lower teens and this thing yeah. wound up selling for 29.9 or something right right and we and it just it even blew me away and I know that these are worth something but I went back when I saw this car listed I'm like hey isn't that the same thing and I went back and looked and it turns out that what happened with that original auction that we reviewed and talked about and made our predictions, um, it turns out that the person that bid 29 whatever 29 yeah. call it 29.5 that was or it was a tw- it was $29,600 and the bid before his was $19,500 he stepped oh. up a $10,100. And everyone's like, well, that's a knockout blow. It yeah. was because the guy misbid. He screwed up. The person who made the oh. bid typed in 20100 He had a, or 29100 when he meant to... Re- type in 19600 uh, oh. And so he misbid by over $10,000. And it just completely stopped the auction. Everyone everyone thought it was a massive knockout blow, which it would have been. Clearly, it stopped. I mean, nobody was going to yeah. bid that much. The car isn't worth that much. Isn't much as nice as it is. Um, so it just blew everything up. And everyone's like, uh, now what do we do? What happens when someone accidentally bids too much? Um, in most auctions, you bought a car. You're on the hook for yeah. that. Uh, this, I'm not entirely sure what happened to the... Mm-hmm. S- the 
the would-be buyer, I'm sure he was penalized. I'm sure he had to pay the premium, whatever, you know, right. his 5% of the thing. He had to pay that yeah. based on his bid. Um, and he's probably banned from the site uh, and will not be able to bid again uh, because he really screwed this poor guy. There was a lot of, there was frenzied bidding. Uh, and I believe this thing still had, uh, you know, a ways to go before it would have right. ended. Um, but it wouldn't have made 29 grand, that's for sure. Um, oh, man, that's a bummer. So, yeah. So I, yeah. what's your take on that? I mean, someone, someone bids accidentally. Listen, now what? You know, there is an adrenaline rush. There's a sense of urgency. And then, you know, what winds up happening when you're bidding against other people is it activates something in a person, male or female, yeah. and it's, it's competition and yeah. you're, you know, you're trying to win and it's very easy uh, when, when competition and pressure builds that uh, people, uh, who aren't used to competing in something or having that kind of Zen-like focus um, can kind of lose their head. And that's, that's, that's not uncommon. And, and yeah. so um, what's interesting is that, you know, you have to confirm your bid twice before you submit it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I could, I, I, I do empathize uh, and have a little compassion for the seller and empathize with the bidder who misbid that he just got caught up in the moment and, and made the same mistake twice to, effectively set that um, price into motion and then screw up the auction because he wasn't going to perform at that price. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a bummer that that happened. I feel uh, mostly for the seller because, Oh my the, gosh. The yeah. The seller got screwed. The seller didn't yeah, do anything screwed. wrong. The seller's just yeah. sitting there going, you know, what do I do? I'm trying to sell my stupid car. And yeah. Uh, yeah so man, I, this, this sucks. Um, right. I, and I, what could, what could bring a trailer do for these, for this seller? I mean, offer to pick up his, you know, his bidding fee. I mean, that, that does, doesn't do anything. It's the buyer who pays the premium. And yeah. so if the buyer paid that premium in light of the mistake to BAT and then is, is, uh, is, is banned BAT, you know, they make their money. It's the seller. Like you said, it's the seller who gets hurt. Plus bringing yeah. this car back to market, it's burned. Yeah. Uh, if I wasn't on the road yesterday, I absolutely would have looked this up to compare it to the other auction. And then I would have figured out that it was the same car. But yeah. I just at a glance, uh, in these photos, yeah, right. the, car, <laughs> the car just looked cleaner to me this time around. I don't know if we got new photos or uh, you know, just seeing it again, uh, it was really interesting, but I'm, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I don't know. Really, really weird. There are situations and we've seen it happen on both, uh, cars and bids and bring a trailer where they've added time. Something has gotten screwed up. There's been a glitch in the system or whatever, and they've yeah. added another half hour or hour or something like that. So it is surprising that they didn't do that in this situation, but you got, but it was down to the wire and you got to think that, uh, the auction guys were, there was a legit mo moment there where people were like, Oh shit. This guy just wanted to knock everybody out. That was yeah. that could con have been conceivable that someone's going. I'm going ten over. I'm taking this car. I don't have time for screwing around with all you plebs. Uh, I'm owning this thing um, because it's not completely nuts that this car could potentially be worth thirty thousand at some point. I don't think yeah. it is, but you know, I mean, we've seen stranger things. That's for darn sure. Um, so yeah, a very interesting situation. So now that we know all that, uh, <laughs> where is it at right now and where it's do we like, think it's going to land today? Yeah, it's at, it's at $18,000, uh, okay. not nearly as much action. It's only got eight bids this time around, which is kind of a bummer, but it still has four hours to go Yeah, offered out of golden Colorado, uh, on a New York plate, which is a little bit unusual. Uh, it does have a few little things, Mickey Thompson wheels and a four inch lift kit. Um, and it's been repainted. But the, the V8 is kind of, I think, one of the rarer cars. I think most people probably prefer the four or the six. So the V8 is an interesting drivetrain for this, in my opinion. I don't know what you think. Uh, 
Listen, 29 was apparently ludicrous and out of the question. Uh, we were talking low 20s before. So, um, you know, P, I am I, absolutely I don't, shooting in the dark. I don't think it's ludicrous or out of the question. I just think that if you're sitting, if the bids are sitting at somewhere around 19, they're, they're climbing their way up to 20, and then you yeah. all of a sudden have this massive leap in, you know, of 30%, uh, or right. more, uh, then that just basically gets everybody it, that, that thing that you're talking about, that chemical that's floating around in people's head, that thing yeah. that's making people go, Oh, get in that frenzy that kills the frenzy. Cause everyone's like, Oh, well <laughs> I'm not in the running. It's one thing to be like, okay, I'm going to be, I, I, this car, here's a Jeep. I'm only going to spend $15,000 on this thing. But then it gets to 16 and you've already bid 15 and it gets to 16 one. You're like, oh, what's another hundred dollars? And you keep creeping up that hundred dollars. And now that hundred dollars, you're at like 19.5 and you're like, right. oh, and then it gets bid to 19.6. You're like, oh, well, I'm not going to lose it for a hundred dollars. I'll pay 19.7. You know, and it right. keeps creeping up that's, and I could see this thing. The magic, creeping. Right? That's, that's the, the magic, magic of the live auction. Yeah. That's, that's what makes an auction. But when you go yep. from 19.5 to Thirty thousand dollars. Everybody's yeah, out. Yeah, so uh, you know. So it is possible that this thing could reach the high twenties. It is a really nice renegade Jeep that has been restored uh, about as nicely as you can imagine. Is one of these done? I, uh, but uh, but twenty nine. I don't know. So where do you where do you think it's going to land? I'm sorry to cut you off, but I did want to. Not at all. Not that. at all. No, I had put twenty eight, not knowing it was the old car. And I mm-hmm. do think that if there's that specific buyer or handful of buyers that would like a V8 Renegade that's been restored and pay a small premium. This is not a restoration. Yeah. Uh, this is not an original car with just 4,000 miles on it. That would be forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 if that mm-hmm. were the case. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, even if you and I agree that this car should bring $28,000, $29,000 like it, like it accidentally did last time, mm. um, I wonder if there is the stigma that this car didn't sell, it, like it, that somebody didn't perform, because not everybody's yeah. going to understand the story that you just explained to the audience. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to hold it back. So JP, I'm just going to take a real conservative tack here and say $25,000, wow. and it's because... It got hurt last time, but my my valuation for this car, looking mm-hmm. at it a second time, would be that it's a twenty eight thousand dollar Renegade with that special yeah. package, um, uh, you know, and it's got some stuff on it, you know, lift kit. It's repainted. It, You're saying twenty five? Nice. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like I, you're right that a lot of people probably wouldn't know about this. But if you if you're a sig- if you're a real bidder, if you're someone who's yeah. si- actually going to uh, bid this thing, one thing that you notice when you read the thing, it says uh, this was this was for sale a couple of weeks ago. The previous yeah. bidder failed to meet their obligations, and that's in blue. That's a hot link. You can click on that, yeah. and that will take you to the other place, uh, to the old ad, and you can read all the comments there. And one thing that we always talk about that makes these platforms particularly interesting is the community, right? I've got to wonder if there is in most situations, if a car fails to, if there's some kind of screw up in the end and the bidder, the high bidder doesn't buy the car and the car comes back. People don't really know why people's assumption would be, Oh, the high bidder went out and looked at the car and found something wrong or something. You know, so this car is burned here. I believe that this car because it's very clear that what happened, that someone accidentally bid too high and didn't mean to, I think that this is a situation where the community in good faith and in goodwill towards this poor seller who basically right. got screwed by no fault of his own. Like you said, uh, <laughs> I think the community will come back. I think the people that are interested in this will come back. And I think that your bid is actually probably right on. I think this is about a $25,000 Jeep. Um, 
I don't know if it'll quite reach that. And I am in a conundrum as to go over and under. Um, And I'm going to bet the under because last time it only made 19.6 before we had that big blunder. I'm going to say 24. Uh, It's anybody's guess. Very good. Very interesting story. And this is the kind of thing, this is the risk that you run into when you sell a car on an auction site, unlike when you just sell it uh, on the open market on like Craigslist or something like that. But a lot more interesting, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's very interesting. Uh, and, and good. Yeah. Good take. That's that's really good. And I, I, I wish the seller luck. And I mean that yeah. sincerely. So, yeah. all, all right, JP. Interest of time. Over. We got to move on a couple on these last two cars. Let's move <clears> on. <throat> yeah. Okay. So let's move over to P car market real quick. We're all looking right. at a 39,000 mile 2005 Porsche 911 Carrera S with a six speed. Um, somebody inexplicably painted the brake calipers bright green. And for that reason, uh, uh, Nerd turd. at $28,000 with like about two hours to go. Uh, again, sub 40,000 mile car uh, out of uh, Miami, Florida. Uh, the car is offered by a dealer. Um, you know, we tend uh, we tend to uh, promote the independent sellers, the the end users. Uh, but I, I listen, this car with those wheels, uh, JP, what are the name of these wheels? The Carrera Classics? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the 19 inch Carrera Classics. It's an S. It's a stick. It's gray, seal gray with black. I, I, I want this car, and I would change the brake calipers and fix yeah. that egregious error uh, in judgment, and then I would enjoy the hell out of this car. I am really feeling uh, these softer values on 911 S's, early ones. Um, I, I think that they said that they addressed the IMS bearing on this car, uh, if I remember correctly, but I did because of the we commuted nine hours yesterday. Um, I did very little research on the car, but there you go, JP. What do you think? Um, out of my, do you know the name of the dealership? I'm curious I about don't. that. It, it, yeah. His handle on here is at Porsche, but I don't know the name of the dealer. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, this thing doesn't have Chrono. Uh, it's out of Miami, which is about the worst place in the world to buy a car from. Um, yep. you know, this thing smells horribly inside. Um, it, it, the green calipers, those three things really make me not want this car. Uh, yeah, it's got relatively low miles, but it's, uh, you know, again, this is an early 997, so you are, I, I really kind of prefer slightly higher miles. I say, I know I'm a broken yeah. record, but, you know, was the maintenance done? I don't know. Uh, I'm more scared of ones that haven't made it. Um, that, Anyways, yeah, this, right. it's a really, it really is the right combination that, of most things, except for the lack of chrono. Um, and that, but, but it's also the worst combination of things with painted calipers and yeah. an aftermarket head unit. Yeah. Uh, the cars in Florida, I, I, I can smell the Draco Noir, the cheap cigars, uh, yeah. and the sweat from the leather in the interior because of the humidity down there. Uh, I agree with you. And it seems like the community agrees with us with uh, less than two hours to go, JP. And on just six bids, although mm. P car market seems to do all of their work, they market these cars for a week and then the entire auction takes place at close because yeah. this car is sitting at $28,000 and by all accounts, it should be close to $40,000 car. Mm. Um, so it's interesting that like, you know, a third of the auction value or more uh, will happen in the closing minutes, um, which I'd say they do better than the other platforms. So mm-hmm. um Anyways, John, uh, I want to move to the next car quickly. So I'm just going to say that that just based on merit, um, that that the community might not read it the way you and I do. I think this car will still find forty thousand dollars. Do you think I'm wrong? Um, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I, it certainly doesn't deserve forty thousand dollars. We've seen similar cars, like you say, by the numbers um, yeah. that have reached that much on P car market. If this were car, if this car were in California or Seattle or pretty yeah. much anywhere else, um, and 
Yeah, but I'm going to say 38. I don't think yeah, it quite makes it. I think yeah. that's fair. I mean, okay. Uh, let's jump over. I got a quick story to tell you about this last car, John. I okay. know we, we're running long, but I do want to give this car uh, its due. Mm. Um, last year at this time, I was still with God and Porsche in Las Vegas as their classic car manager. And uh, a young woman by the name of Heidi Snow Sinader, uh, or Sinader, um, uh, dm'd me on instagram and said hey you know i see that you have uh, a lot of air-cooled porsches like on your on your instagram or something she says i have this 997 c4s that uh we're trying to sell a 997 c4s sorry sorry 993 1997 993 c4s and she said it's here in san francisco and we're trying to sell the car you know can you help me out so i gave her my email address at work and uh and then told her to send me all the information on the car well of course uh, Godin, as they let everybody go uh, a couple weeks after I got this message from her, um, uh, they they discontinued my email, and so uh, I I didn't think anything of it. I kind of forgot about it. The pandemic hit, and the last thing I was worried about was acquiring a car for a dealership I wasn't any working for any longer. Um, so here we go. A year later, she has put the car up for sale on her own on Bring a Trailer, and then sent me the listing as soon as it went live. Uh, and so I kind of reviewed it for her in our fashion and told her what I thought um, and wished her all the luck and told her if she had any questions to reach out. Very nice woman uh, living in San Francisco. We have a bunch of mutual friends on social media, which is really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. But here we're looking at JP, 47,000 mile example. She, this has been her daily driver and she put 31,000 miles of the 47,000 miles on this car over the last 20 plus years, wow. uh, uh, living and working presumably in San Francisco. Now, JP, I know you're kind of from the country, but you spent time in Seattle. And I assume that Seattle is as rough on cars as San Francisco is. Oh, yeah. and, and and this time frame in the 90s when we got away from those big impact bumpers and we started painting um, you know, plastic uh, to smooth out the, 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 the front and rear of cars, San Francisco is just brutal to cars. When you parallel park, other people's license plate frames scratch your front and rear valances and stuff like that. And, uh, and by all accounts, this car has a little bit of wear and tear despite the low miles because of regular use in and around San Francisco. And so initially, some people really uh, got on her. She has an accident on her car fax report, and there is a small impression in the sheet metal in the passenger rear quarter, and that impression is still there. The impact from her little accident is still there, and that's it. That's the extent of it. And so you've got this little scarlet letter on the on the Carfax, and you've got this little tiny dent uh, that probably could, by and large, be mostly taken out with a... Um, a really good paint, dentless, uh, paintless dent guy uh, without having to go and repaint the whole car. Uh, but she decided to just leave it alone. It didn't bother her, and she only uses the car from time to time, and so she just left it. I am happy to report that a lot of people in the BAT community came to her defense when people started to bang on her about bringing a car with an accident, and they said, hey, man – uh, for every 1997 C4S that's out there, there's some that are perfect, there's some that are less so, and, th- and there's others. Like There's a valuation for each one. Stop ripping her. And so the, the community has come to her aid and defended her, which I thought was really neat. So here we have a silver black 47,000-mile car with a small impression that you can decide to fix on your own. There is a mark on the Carfax, but there is absolutely nothing wrong with this car. And I think it's going to do well. I told her, I said, if this thing gets up to 80, 85, that's fair value and i think your car is poised to do better than that so anything over eighty-five thousand dollars, i i hope you're happy with i never asked her what she wanted so i don't know where her um i still don't think that the car will 
break a hundred thousand by all accounts, it could have been should have been a hundred and maybe fifteen to hundred and twenty thousand dollar car somewhere in that range uh if it were perfect but it's not it's just an honest offer driver's example of a very rare and collectible car um and should come if and if it doesn't break a hundred grand should come really close what do you think yeah, um, I, I love that it has the dent in there. I kind of, right? kind of, if I bought this car, I would just leave it. I mean, it's just like a red professor would, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, totally. it's just like uh, it. It looks so good. I, I mean, the C, like the nine nine three C four is maybe the best car of all time. I mean, it's just it looks amazing. It drives amazing. It's good in almost every situation. There's nothing. I mean, I drove one when we made our TV show. Uh, we took that uh, the one from God and Porsche, this the white one. Uh, the white one, I, yeah. Yeah, and I put you know. 5,000 miles on it and drove it from <laughs> Vegas to Seattle to LA and everywhere in between for, you know, yeah. three weeks. And I had all our camera gear. I mean, we, we shot a television show out of a C4S. Um, uh, yeah. Amazing. I think it's just the singles greatest car in the world. And yeah. um, the silver on black is, uh, yeah, I'm stoked about this car. Love that it has a dent in it. You could just drive it and not care. Qu- quick question, JP. If you mm-hmm. owned this car, and put 31,000 Seattle miles on it. Mm. You lived right in the heart, of, because she's right in the heart of San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the famous picture of the seven Victorians with the skyline in the oh, background? Yeah. She's yeah. two blocks from that. So okay. uh, so if, if you put 31,000 Seattle miles on your car over two decades, wouldn't you have a little ding in there somewhere just by accident? Seattle I mean, and on. San Francisco are the same damn place. I mean, if right? you live in the yeah. city, it is just as bustling and horrible traffic and super steep hills and yep. and no yep. parking. So everyone's just jamming in there and people yeah. don't know how to drive. So, um, yeah, it, absolutely. I mean, in fact, hers is pretty remarkably good shape considering oh my God. Uh, how that original- kind of... Original stereo, motor sound package, even her mm-hmm. suspension looks right. That car sitting just right. 18 yeah. inch twist wheels, red brake calipers, black leather with just a little bit of patina. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I tell you, if I had, if things weren't so terrible for me last year, I would have tried to buy the car directly from her myself. I mean, yeah. th- this is, this is a, like a dream car. Uh, She's got to be happy with these numbers at this point. With an I hour to go, so. 80,000 bucks. I, hope so. I mean, it's going to yeah, go. I hope so. And Where's it going to land? Uh, Where's it going to go? I think, Jay, so it's a 1997, and just for uh, novelty's sake, I'm going to say uh, Heidi's going to get $97,000 for her wow. car. I, okay. I really believe that that might happen. I just don't think it'll break a hundred grand, but you never know. I mean, yeah. it'll break. And Heidi, if I mispronounce your last name, please forgive me. Tell your husband not to kick my ass, okay? Uh, with, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's an hour, just just over an hour to go. Uh, another 20000 bucks would be a long way to go, but it, it, with a pressure right. with low miles, that's not uncommon. I'm going to go on. I don't think it's going to go 100. I'm going to say 95 uh, because it is low miles and it's a C4. And that body work probably, cut, like you said, with a paintless guy, what do you think that would cost? Oh, yeah. I, bucks get, repair? My guy, my guy Gabe in Vegas could make that go away. Remember what he did? Yeah. JP, you and I went and looked at that uh, green, that Conda green car, and he yeah. made that dent disappear. He's yeah. a freaking magician. So a yeah. really good guy could handle most of that, and you'd be very happy with the yeah. results. So, yeah. Heidi, uh, best of luck to you and your family with the car, and uh, thank you for reaching out. So there you go, JP. That's a day. That is a Monday. Thanks, everybody. Uh, that's been a Monday edition of Bid Nerds, your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day on cars and bids and bring a trailer. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Hit the subscribe button, like button, notification, all those things that they tell you to say. Uh, we're going to be here every day of the week. It's Monday through Friday, 9 o'clock-ish hour, live on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, let everybody know that you're a fan of the show. Let us know what cars you want us to review in the future and stick around. We've got some great guests. We've got Bradley Brownell oh, from Rad awesome for Sale as a third nerd. 
heard on Thursday, uh, and we're super stoked to see him. We might see a couple other people too. I know we've been teasing some <laughs> other guests, uh, but Brett, it's just scheduling. Bradley Brannell is poised to be our first repeat offender third. Nurse. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's true. It's deplorable. It's true. I love yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah. He's the best. All right, guys. Um, he, he actually sent me a PM saying, yeah, I, I'll probably have to broadcast from a, from a, from a bathroom in what and when i read it i thought he said a hospital bathroom i'm like oh shit are you okay uh but it was hotel bathroom i don't know how i read hospital so he's fine he's fine bradley's fine don't let me freak out the internet he's okay that that rash totally cleared up topical cream worked wonders so he didn't need to stay in the hospital very long for that (laughs) all right you guys we'll see you tomorrow thanks for hanging out